Welcome to The House Report, a podcast with stimulating conversation on design, business, and leadership topics, with thought-provoking content and interviews from industry shakers. I'm your host, Bernadette Capulong, aka The Accidental Entrepreneur. I'm also the CEO and founder of BC Design House. We shift gears now to focus on a new segment called Design and Brand Hits and Misfires, where we take a closer look at brands that send the right message with good content and storytelling. And then we'll contrast that with brands that miss the mark altogether. Today's episode is on how women are portrayed in the media, past and present. We analyze three very different brands, Geritol and Tab from the 60s and 70s fast-forwarding to a more recent TV spot by Peloton. We discuss the history of gender stereotypes, sexism, and backlash through the lens of these three examples. Let's look at these brand misfires. Today we're going to talk about uh, a different segment, design and branding hit and misses how women are portrayed in media. And today I have in studio, again, my co-host, Daniel Skelton, also a colleague of BC Design House. So welcome, Daniel. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about um, women in history as it's portrayed in media. Primarily, TV has been the number one format in the early parts of uh, the 1900s leading up to um, 2000s. And then in the 2000s, of course, you see, you know, um, a progression in social media and different types of media spend. Geritol, the makers of a multivitamin brand that dates back to the 30s, released a TV spot in 1972. This ad was known for its infamous tagline, My wife, I think I'll keep her. Coincidence or not, the ad was released during the height of the women's liberation movement. And needless to say, it stirred controversy with women, it was blasted in the media, and mocked in comedy TV. The ad was acceptable at that time, but imagine this ad today and what level of controversy and backlash it would have caused. Let's hear more. But just doing a little bit of this history, I had to laugh because mm -hmm. I remember as a child that there was this Geritol commercial and I always found it strange that the tagline even as a child of how young I was, the, the guy at the end says, I can't even like have a straight face, my wife, <laughs> I think I'll keep her. Oh, wow. I remember thinking of that as a kid and thinking, oh, that's an interesting thing. It's sort of like a possession, you know, the way he sort of talks about it. It's like he's, right. this is a possession, like my car, my... It's something that's expendable, right? Right. You know, I, so I pulled up that commercial on YouTube right before uh, we, we started talking and I watched it for the first time and my friend passed by behind me as I was watching it and I turned around and his jaw just dropped right open, right? Because now that kind of commercial is shocking to us, right? But yes. then it was the norm. People had been 
inundated with images of this fragile housewife in the media. Like that's what women were known for. Yeah, those so, were the stereotypes. Yeah, the traditional stereotypes. A woman who's at home that, you know, keeps up the house. She's, you know, she's a cook. She takes care of the kids. She's nurturing. Those were the typical stereotypes that were manifested in, in media as well. And and we as women during those times accepted that too, because those were our roles. Right. And it grew to a place where everyone in, in the public sector, that was, it was the norm. It was a stereotype that was tolerated because it was everywhere. So people were taught to just accept this as the norm. Well, it was it was hilarious, especially considering the fact that the man is just sitting there explaining what a good wife, his wife, what a good woman his wife is, because she cooks, she cleans, she takes care of her shape and uh, takes care of her skin and watches her diet. And the wife the whole time is just grinning and nodding her head silently, not saying a word. Yeah. And it's, Cooking and cleaning, those aren't gender norms. Cooking and cleaning are life skills. Right. Okay? They're right. life skills. They're not attributed to women only or men only. I mean, cooking and cleaning are life skills. It's it boggles yeah. my mind that we built up this stereotype and that everyone just eventually accepted it because it's all they ever saw. You know, the irony of this, and I don't want to jump around too much, is that you, you know, women were relegated to those roles, you know, um, keeping the house in order as well as cooking. You see all the um, reality TVs surrounding cooking. Mm -hmm. All the chefs are men. Right. I right. find that so ironic. And I wonder if, if that is a, a, a case again of where, no, you put the man up in front of the you know, camera, the women are really only the, you know, this peripheral supporting characters right. or whatever, you know, that are always portrayed in media. Because if women were these, you know, cooks at home and, you know, feeding the family, why wouldn't we see a whole influx of female chefs on in the media in reality TV? Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. a whole other topic of conversation. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Geritol, the makers of a multivitamin brand that dates back to the 30s, released a TV spot in 1972. This ad was known for its infamous tagline, My wife, I think I'll keep her. Coincidence or not, the ad was released during the height of the women's liberation movement. And needless to say, it stirred controversy with women, it was blasted in the media, and mocked in comedy TV. The ad was acceptable at that time, but imagine this ad today and what level of controversy and backlash it would have caused. Let's hear more. What did you think of that tab commercial? Again, I can't keep a straight face because it, it's almost like it was like a uh, SNL skit that... Right. Folks fun at like this type of stuff. It's just so hilarious. You laugh about it. It's laughable. Okay. This commercial is a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. There's a haunting sort of angelic voice singing things like <laughs> make him remember you. Yes. Yes. And exactly. Meanwhile, 
this woman, this housewife is prancing around in the woods, you know, looking like she's, she's high on she herself. Exactly. exactly. Like, and, and embracing random children and, uh, you know, and it's, it's just so comical. And then she greets her husband down the stairs and, but the, it does also talk about her shape. Her shape. I, it, it, it's just so, well, the funny part is it starts off with the man in the office and it's very gloomy and dark, making the assumption that maybe he's working late. And then they, and then he's reflective in the screen and they split it off to the woman sort of prancing in the woods and yes. sort of dream state of like, oh, this is a wonderful life. And I spend my day, you know, keeping my body thin and taking care of myself and being a nurturer to my daughter. Well, my husband, you know, works hard in the Boils office. away in the office. Well, the, and the interesting part about this commercial is the uh, advertising gimmick that they use over and over in it is be his memory sticker. So <laughs> looks so good that while he's in the office, he's just going to be thinking of you because you're his memory sticker. Right. I think they use the word mind sticking. Yeah. Mind sticker. Mind. That's it. Be his mind sticker. Thank you. So be his mind sticker while he's toiling away in the office. He'll be thinking about how good you look in a bikini. <laughs> I, you know, and it just, it's just so silly because you go back to in marketing, how important it is to really, you know, coin a phrase, right? That stick, that term still works in marketing. You want something that sticks, a message that sticks. I mean, really? That message is called mind sticking? That's that's how they sort of, you know, that's where the man remembers you. You're going to be his mind sticker if you drink tab soda and keep thin. Right. And then it connects back to the brand. And, and it's just like, I don't know how they made that leap, but I guess that's what tab, um, you know, that's what tab's positioning was and the brand still exists today, but curious to see what the evolution of, of that brand. about that too. Now, do you remember seeing these kinds of commercials growing up? Um, I only remember the Geritol because that that statement, that phrase he says, my wife, I think I'll keep her. Um, like SNL might have poked fun at it, and maybe that's where I saw it. But I remember thinking, well, okay, I re do remember that phrase. And I remember thinking how odd that is because it sounds sort of like the, you know, the man has a possession, you know, I think I'll keep her like yeah, expendable. Like you said, I, you know, I can throw her out or I can keep her for a couple months and, you know, whatever satisfies me at that time, it's his choice. And, and looking back at it now, it's just, I laugh about it because it is so silly it, but it really does reflect on how far we have gone because those types of commercials would never fly today. When do you think that started to change? When was the real, you know, transgression from these commercials being socially acceptable to making people cringe to the point that they won't air commercials like this anymore? Yeah, I think it, um, I mean, you know, that ad, the tab commercial ran in the 70s. So I wanted to say that it probably uh, connected with um, women's rights movement. And we talked about this last time. I mean, that obviously started, you know, women's, you know, suffrage started a lot earlier. But then, you know, in the 60s, where you have a lot of, you know, movements happening, um, I think that 
it started occurring there, but again, it, you know, a slow progression, right? Because this is a seventies ad and this was still acceptable. Going back to the portrayal of women in these, in these commercials, a lot of times they're just supporting characters. You know, it's like, they're either the background of some of these ads um, or if they are the subject of the ad, they're portrayed as a sort of sex symbol, uh, the domestic uh, wife, um, you know, they call here like the selfless nurturer, you know, it's all about, you know, the pride and taking care of others, her husband, her, In particular, her husband, selfless. Right. and she should be selfless because if she were to focus on her career, for example, of her own personal desires, that would be selfish. Yes. Wouldn't yeah. it? Uh, but she is selfless nurturer. Um, the woman is also portrayed as a sex symbol, mm -hmm. you know, a, an object to be desired, right? This unattainable goddess. They also portray women as the multitasker. You know, she's cleaning the laundry, she's you know, whatever, hanging up a, you know, picture frame. She's teaching her kids or dropping them, know, off tutoring, dropping them off at school. She's doing it all. Yeah. She's doing it all. And she's making it happen. And she's ready to greet her husband by the and door. She's making it happen with a smile on her face. With a smile on her face. Yes. Thank you for saying that. She never complains. No. Never complains no. in these ads. Never, no. She lives for it. They portray her as one that really, really enjoying it. Like nothing's making her happier than doing the laundry while simultaneously cooking, teaching, right. and cleaning. Exactly. Yeah. I would love to see the opposite of that, where an SNL, you know, skit where she's doing all of that, and then later she's she's off to the side, just going off and yeah. just you know, <laughs> losing <Not> it. <laughs> the reality of what it's like. Right, hitting up the pub. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Taking one too many shots, uh, but well, you know, but needed, right, for her. Let's fast forward to today's advertising and the portrayal of women in the media. How far do you think we've come? Well, let's take a look at Peloton, the makers of the ultimate indoor cycling experience. Recently, they aired an ad where a husband gifts a stationary bike to his wife. Although it sounds well and good, the ad is being perceived as sexist, since the man gives his already fit wife a gift to help her lose weight. When you see this ad, you have to ask yourself, were women consulted in the making of it? I'm sure Peloton never thought anything was wrong with this ad. In fact, they stated they were disappointed in how it was misinterpreted. It must be all in our heads then. But what wasn't in our heads was the heavy criticism from the public and a 10% drop in their sales. Have you seen this ad? And do you find it sexist? But you know, the, this, the reason why I reacted so comically to the Geritol ad and the, and the tab commercial is because and we have come a ways. We we still have a ways to go, but we have come a long ways. But if that ad were to air today, it would create a backfire and a stream of social media backlash um, that would go on and on. And this kind of brings to the more recent backlash with the Peloton ad that Peloton ad. Year. Yes. Yeah. The Peloton ad, yeah. 
It was a disaster. I, I believe it was, I think, the one of the top trending topics of the week, right? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Twitter, people were saying it was uh, like a bad episode of Black Mirror, right? Oh, do you, yeah. Do you want to talk about what the ad consisted of? Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and just talk through that, Daniel. So it's a woman uh, on Christmas morning. And her husband says, I got you something very special. And now keep in mind, this woman's probably 110 pounds soaking wet. Uh, At at best, yeah. At best. Her present is an exercise bike. And she looks at her husband with such joy and appreciation for this exercise bike. and, And she can't thank him enough. And the rest of the commercial shows her using it daily and filming videos of herself using right. it to Influencer, present to him, yeah. right to present to him as a present for the following christmas and thanks him for changing her life by giving him the exercise bike now look i i'm a huge uh, supporter of of exercise and staying healthy right and i think that the brand's intention was not to insinuate that the wife needed to lose weight however I mean, I don't know if it was a combination of the acting, the script, the uh, aim at being aspirational that kind of fell flat on its face, but yeah. it, it really misfired and people got angry. Yeah, they really did get angry. In fact, I had read that the actor that played the husband who'd only, who was only on screen, on screen at the most for maybe five seconds had one line to say, he received a ton of backlash and he was worried his career was over because he was a not only a teacher but he was an actor and he got all this backlash and he was being used as this sort of you know vilified husband yep and so he went on air to kind of you know say hey i'm nothing like this um but that you know people you know glom on to this type of thing and they go on and on and on but see, the irony of this ad, right? So we talked earlier about the Geritol and the Tab ad back in the 70s and, and the 60s. And, you know, it's all about, you know, the woman's body. She has to keep up her body. She has to be slim. And then fast forward to, you know, 2020 or 2019 when this aired. And it's still happening. But the yeah. difference is that, you know, people aren't, you know, they don't want to be, women don't want to be portrayed like that anymore. I mean, to be honest with you, when I first saw the ad, then having analyzed it and seen it a few times, I then started feeling annoyed by it. Right. Because it would make me think, well, why is he, you know, gifting her this? You know what they should have done? What? They should have had him as part of the challenge. He should have also been on his Peloton. Or why not her give it to him? We never, I never see things really encouraging, like, the man to get fit and shape. If anything, there's you know, hashtag dad bod, right? Where right. men are celebrated for being relatively out of shape. So right. it's a kind of bizarre double standard to me. It was, yeah. And I think that's why it hit a really bad chord with a lot of people, a lot of women. It's like, here is this 110 pound, already slim and trim and, you know, very well, you know, she was already in shape and healthy but she needed more to please her man. You know, that's how it sort of got interpreted. And, exactly. and there, was that, there were those scenes where she was being a little nervous. And I think that got misinterpreted too, because it's like, why would she not have any confidence? Look, she's already in shape.
That's all we have time for today. Next time, we'll focus on brand hits, the second half of our segment that discusses brand examples that strike a positive chord with their audience and portray a more relevant image of women in the media. Join us again for another stimulating conversation. I want to thank my co-host, Daniel Skelton, for joining me on this hot topic discussion. For our listeners, you can find this episode and many others in our podcast stations, anchor.fm backslash BC Design House. That's H-A-U-S. Also on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Find us on social media channels, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Facebook. Our website address is bcdesignhouse.com. This podcast and episode was produced by BC Design House. Until next time, stay inspired and always be curious. Thanks all.